Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, Crossway, thank you so much for joining us today. And we just want to say thank you so much for listening. We're watching the view counts go up, and it's really encouraging uh, for everyone kind of following along with us over the uh, Life with God journey as we're going through the Life with God Bible and also some of these hard sayings of the Bible. And we've got another one for you today where we're going to be talking about covenants and are they conditional? So kind of a hey, if I do this, will you do this kind of mm, thing, Yeah. right? Uh, so, yeah, Anson, how are you today? Good, dude, I'm doing well. Good. It's a great day. It's beautiful outside. It is beautiful out as we record this, but maybe as you listen to That's this, true. there yeah. might be a storm rolling in. <laughs> so we hope everyone is safe, and uh, hopefully you enjoy uh, this take on uh, covenants and are they conditional. So we're going to start out in Genesis 26 and verse 4, we have here, and in your offspring, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So this is God talking to Abraham. All right. And it says, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So we have that word because, right? That mm-hmm. is big in the English language. All right. So what does that mean by way of how we operate with God? Yeah. Yeah, and this is a fascinating thing because that word right there makes it almost seem like because Abraham obeyed my voice, that's why I'm blessing you. That's why I'm keeping this covenant. So it brings up this que- the question of was it conditional on, on Abraham's, Abraham's behalf? But we also see in the Old Testament that there's a couple of ways that they used to gratify or or bring about covenants. There's a couple of ways that they solidified them. And one of the biggest ways was they would cut an animal in two and then walk through it to signify the the covenant. This was to signify the depth of their commitment to the covenant. It was almost like that that if you walked through, if you broke the covenant, you then would what happened to this animal would happen to you, meaning you would get cut in half yeah. and someone would walk between you, maybe? I don't know, but you'd get cut in half pretty much, right? which yeah. is crazy. It's like, uh, oh, you're not a Harry Potter fan, are no, you? No, I'm uh, not. Yeah. I've never actually read a book or yeah. seen the movies. I think it's the unbreakable vow where if you make a vow with someone and you break it, you drop dead right there. <laughs> Man, it's pretty similar. You get cut in two. Exactly. Which way, though? Lengthwise or widthwise? Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think of like a goat just going like head one side, bottom the other <laughs> side, you know? That'd probably but be like, easier than going like half head right, on each side. Yeah. yeah. But this is a fascinating thing that they used to do in order to say, hey, this is the significance behind this covenant. But what we see with Abraham and the covenant that God makes with Abraham, that he will bless him and his, his descendants will be as numerous as the stars and all of these things, instead of, instead of Abraham and God walking through it, the two animals are cut in half, but only God walks through it. So the only person that signified or committed to the covenant was technically God, which is super fascinating, especially when we look at the basis of covenants, because then we see here in Genesis 26 where it says, hey, because of Abraham's obedience. Yeah. So how do we sort of navigate it? The short answer, the short answer is yes, it was unconditional. Right. Like the covenant was unconditional. It wasn't on man's ability to fulfill the covenant. But with that said, it's a little bit, 
more complicated than that. And this book that we're using uh, called Hard Sayings of the Bible sort of breaks this down, and I think it does a really powerful job of doing it. And one of the things that it says is it says that the promise and the blessing precede the command to obey, meaning that the promise and the blessing of the covenant, I will bless the nations, I will bless your offspring, your offspring will be as numerous as stars, precede his command to obey. And I think that's super fascinating because that is showing that, hey, this is on God's ability to fulfill this commandment, this covenant, and not on our own ability. Yeah. It has this quote as well later on, and it says, the alleged conditional elements in the Abrahamic covenant never threatened the constituent elements of the promise, nor did they add any stipulations to them. The matter of duty or obedience, which indeed is intimately bound up with the promise, is a matter of outcome and sequel rather than a prior condition to being a participant in its benefits by faith. Mm. What this is saying is that no matter what, the supposed conditions are actually matters of outcome rather than condition. Meaning that the covenant was made, God walked through the animal, and the conditional obedience that's laid out in scripture is actually an outcome of their faith in God and God's ability God's ability to fulfill this covenant, to fulfill his thing, meaning we follow God and pursue him so that we become more and more like Jesus and more and more like God. So Abraham, because he had faith in God, because he was doing this, he was end, ended up doing the obedience that was promised or asked of in in the covenant. Right. So it's this outpouring of their faith with God. And at Crossway, we have this thing where we sort of talk about becoming the type of person who would more regularly do the right thing. Yep. And this is sort of what we look at here is like right. we live in a different covenant now, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute, but we live in a different covenant where we are just continually to try to be people who will more regularly do the right thing. And it's similar to Abraham. Like we want to obey. We are called to obey. We're commanded to obey. Yet the covenant that God has with us is not based on our own doing. So this is found in the Old Testament, but do we have any in the New Testament today, like New Testament covenants that we are trying to kind of keep up with? Yeah. I mean, the new covenant is, is, bought by Jesus on the, on the cross. Yep. Like the, the old covenants were a lot of like, you had to sacrifice, you had to do these things in order to, in order to follow God. You were, you were following this law. Right. It, it almost looked a little bit more like this legalistic thing that we sometimes fall into, but yet God came and created this new covenant in where Jesus came and paid the penalty for sin. He said like, there's a, there's a verse I'm forgetting exactly where it is, but it, it talks about Jesus. I am the way I am the truth. I am the life, meaning mm-hmm. that everything, this covenant is built upon Jesus is built upon who he is, what he has done and what he continues to do. So his work on the cross is where the covenant lies that we will have eternal life because of the covenant of Jesus, that we will be in his kingdom, in his family, adopted into the kingdom of God because of what Jesus did on the cross. So that we rely completely on God's work, completely on Jesus's work on the cross and not on our own, not our own ability. Yeah. I mean, if we think about it, it's no real, it's not really that different than the old Testament in the sense of if we're looking at the two covenants of being conditional or non-conditional, I mean, genuinely think right now, if our salvation and eternal life was dependent on our ability to obey God's commands, not a chance, there's not a chance we're going (laughs) like not a chance. We are so broken and so jacked up, but yet because of Jesus, because of what he did on the cross, we are able to do this. Yep. And it's the same, same thing. If you look back, I mean, if you even if you think through Abraham's covenant in, in just terms of the entire Old Testament, look at what happens in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. 
the Israelites continually fail. They continually yep. fail. They continually fail. They falter, and then God brings them back. They continually fail, and God brings them back. They continually fail. I mean, we even looked at Lot the last week, and he was just continually to pursue sin. He was getting closer and closer to sin, and yet God actually brought him out of the right. space that he was right. because he was like, no, I'm going to fulfill my cup. Like, I, I am going to fulfill this. So God upholds his bargain. Yep. And there's an example of this in the Old Testament. So right after Abraham um, in this covenant in Leviticus, which is a couple books later, one of the more boring books to read if we're talking about actual narrative literature. Yep. But it is a super powerful and, and a big book in the Old Testament because it sort of outlines the way that they're designed to live. But in Leviticus 26, 44 through 45, it says, Yet for all that, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not spurn them. Neither will I abhor them so as to destroy them utterly and break my covenant with them. For I am the Lord their God. But I will for their sake remember the covenant with their forefathers whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations that I might be their God. I am the Lord. Mm. So we see here is we see people clearly not living up to the covenant. Right clearly not doing what God has asked of them, clearly not obeying what God has asked of them. Yet God, because of their forefathers who he brought out of Egypt, he is their God and he will uphold the covenant. So this is a, this is a challenging question. If we're really thinking about it, broad spectrum, because you're like, Hey, it says because of Abraham's obedience, but rather that's the outpouring of the fulfillment of the covenant by God, because we see God is the only one that actually walks through. Right. Yeah. That's great stuff. And if you guys are reading the Bible, one of the best things to do sometimes is find, there are some words that uh, are just great to highlight and then kind of see the before and after. And a few of those words are because, Mm. right? That's always Mm. a great one, like blah, 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 because, right? But is also Mm. a great one. Um, You know, I think it's, I think there's a study, it's called butology, (laughs) right? Where you go through and you find like, you know, this happened, but right, you know, yet is another one, and this that's what we find in Leviticus. Butology? I, I think I don't know if like someone made that once and a joke, but it stuck with me, and it's honestly one of my favorite ways to study the Bible. Like I literally look for butts <laughs> in the Bible, <laughs> and it's a great way to like understand like God and how He works and everything. And there's always encouragement, right? Like you know, you've fallen short, and but. Yeah. But, you know, and you find yeah. that but, and uh, there's always hope on the other side. For so, sure. yeah, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast, it's look for the but, <laughs> there's hope on the other side. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Oh, no, we've lost Anson now. He's done. He's done. He wasn't expecting this. <laughs> no, I wasn't, man, but that's yeah. so good. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But- I'm going gonna, gonna to look this up now once we, once we hop <laughs> off here. But, uh, anyway, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later, Anson. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.